expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up six points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,641 on turnover of 2.2 billion NT. The cabinet has signed off on new guidelines for the use of generative artificial intelligence within the public sector. Drafted by the National Science and Technology Council, the guidelines indicate that public sector workers using generative AI must have any outputs evaluated by an assigned party for potential risks. The guidelines also state that government agencies must not solely depend on the output of generative AI or its unverified content for administrative actions or official decision-making. In addition, the guidelines require disclosure when generative AI is employed as a tool for official tasks. Moreover, users are expected to adhere to regulations concerning information security, personal data protection, and copyright under the guidelines. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs is set to send 40 youth ambassadors to St. Lucia this month. The youth ambassadors received two weeks of training under MOFA's annual program and will visit the Caribbean allied nation for 10 days to promote friendship between the two countries. According to MOFA, the ambassadors, all of them Taiwan nationals aged 18 to 35, who are still undergraduate or graduate students, were selected because of their good command of English, special talents in the performing arts, or outstanding skills in cooking. In international news, Canada has updated its travel advisory to the U.S., warning members of the LGBTQ plus community that some American states have enacted laws that may affect them. The country's Global Affairs Department did not specify which states, but is advising travelers to check with local laws for their destination before traveling. A department spokesperson says since the beginning of 2023, certain states in the U.S. have passed laws banning drag shows and restricting the transgender community from access to gender-affirming care and from participation in sporting events. Asked about the travel advisory change this week, Canadian Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland said travel advisories are based on advice from professionals in the department whose job it is to monitor for particular dangers. She did not say whether her government had discussed the matter with its U.S. counterpart. Meanwhile, the Biden administration has pledged more than 12 billion U.S. dollars to help U.S. automakers retrofit existing facilities as they transition to electric vehicle production. The move comes as auto workers threaten to go on strike. Iris Spitzer reports. 
The Department of Energy says it will provide $2 billion in grants and an additional $10 billion in loans to support U.S. automakers and parts suppliers expand EV production. Funding preference, though, will be given to projects that commit to high wages for production workers and maintain collective bargaining agreements. The department also says it aims to support communities with longer histories in automotive manufacturing. The offer may help ease some tension between the United Auto Workers Union and U.S. automakers. Workers have authorized the union to call for a strike if new contracts aren't agreed by September 14th. India's economy has clocked up growth of 7.8% in the first quarter of the current financial year, mainly due to good performance by the agricultural and financial sectors. The World Bank says India is one of the fastest-growing economies of the world and is poised to continue on this path. However, the manufacturing sector growth slowed to 4.7 percent during the quarter from April to June, compared to 6.1 percent the same period last year. The World Bank says India's real gross domestic product growth is likely to moderate to 6.3 percent this year, from an estimated 6.9 percent in the last financial year. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.